You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. This is Fired Up Browns Podcast with your host, Daniel Garrett. Today, we will be going over free agents still available who could provide value to the Browns. Let's get into it. First up, we have corners. The Browns cornerback room is very talented. Denzel Ward, obviously a very, very talented corner. is one of the best in the game. He has consistently played 12 or 13 games every season. He is reliable for that. But you do have... The other cornerback positions to worry about. You did bring in Troy Hill. Very good, dependable player. Going to be preferably the nickel, though. So don't necessarily have everybody you need with just those two. On the outside, you'll have Greedy Williams, who has not been healthy throughout the entire stint in Cleveland during his NFL career. You also have Greg Newsom, who throughout college struggled with injury issues prior to this past season. That is one of the reasons why he was a late riser. He was injured quite a bit. So you do really want a veteran presence behind those guys as a backup. Now, a lot of the guys that we're going to discuss today do have the issue of they either want a lot of money or want a starting role, both of which the Browns will not be able to provide. So... At the end of it, we will get into someone that can probably fit that and would be willing to fit the role that the Browns have. But you always just try to get the best players available first. So we'll go through that. First up, Richard Sherman, biggest name here on the list. Corner, last played for the 49ers. Predominantly a cover three corner. Browns do play a good mix of coverages. So he is not a perfect fit for them. But he is a talented corner and given the role you require of him, would be still more talented than just about anyone out there, even with his reduced athleticism due to being 33 years old at this point. You also have Steven Nelson, corner from the Steelers. He grayed out with a 67.1 PFF grade last year. He is 28. He is someone the Browns fans will be familiar with. Due to his years in Pittsburgh. Very, very solid player, but is most likely wanting either, most likely wanting a starting role. Brian Poole is another name available. Last played for Jets. Can play in the nickel. Grayed out with a 77.1 PFF grade this past season. Is also 28 years old, but isn't the best fit with Browns. Because you do probably want him in the nickel, which is already filled by Troy Hill. But again, this is a depth piece player. So it wouldn't be the worst thing if we can't get a better, more talented player. Last up, we have the guy that I believe they should sign due to his both willingness to take 
less money and his willingness to go into a reduced role, which is Gary and Conley. Corner last played for Texans, a lot of Browns fans, also Ohio State fans. So those guys will know Gary Ann Conley. Was drafted to the Raiders a few years back. Kind of washed out, got traded to Texans. Played decently well for Texans. Did not play last year. In 2019, had a 63.2 PFF grade. He is 26 years old. So he is probably the best player for the Browns to fit both role and budget. Next up, we have edge rushers. The Browns edge rush room could use some work. Currently, you have guys like Porter Gusson and Curtis Weaver on the roster, both of which are very much unknowns. You also have Tech McKinley as your edge three, which is a position you would like to upgrade. Preferably, he is edge four, and that is even given his health, which is a complete unknown. You also have the fact that he is unproven in terms of on-field production as well. Given Jadavian Clowney coming off of an injury as well, you do want someone that you don't have to necessarily worry about there, preferably. But even then, that's not really something available much, even in free agency. Clowney also can play inside, so you can kick him inside and play some of these bigger name guys beside him or have him be beside Garrett on the opposite side of these guys. So we'll first get into Melvin Ingram, edge rusher. Last played for Chargers, opposite Joey Bosa. Played in seven games last year, was hurt after that will be recovering, unsure about the health situation. But if he is healthy, in 2019 he did rack up 7 sacks at a 72.3 PFF grade. He will be 32. Well, he is 32. So he is getting up there in age. Can play him inside, standing up in pass rushing situations. Can play him out wide prefers that out wide alignment is a little bit shorter. I believe he is 6'2", but he has a bigger stockier build, can be productive against a run for you. Next up, we have Justin Houston, last played for the Colts. Guy you want to bring in as a pass rush specialist, preferably probably in a 3-4, but as for the Browns, that as that pass rush specialist, we can get him on the field third and long, second and long. Where he has been productive, he had 9 sacks in 2020, he has maintained his productivity, is good for that 6 to 10 sacks a season. Had a 63.5 PFF grade this past season, but like I said, very, very consistent player, someone that you can rely on. Next up, we have Everson Griffin, 33, last played for the Lions. He has been consistent you always worry about he has been going down in terms of athleticism which hurts him and he is still getting up there but he was productive last year still seven sacks had a 63.2 pff grade someone you could look to bring in as that veteran presence you're not asking for a lot from him so wouldn't be a person to look at and last we have olivier vernon 
Browns fans very familiar with him. Had the Achilles tear last year, ended his season. Very, very disappointing that that happened because he was one of the better players on a subpar defense. He racked up nine sacks this past year, graded out at a 74.8 by PFF. He is 30 years old. He is a player that the Browns could use if they sign him after the Achilles heals to go on a playoff run. All of these guys, if one of them is available, would be a guy you would be able to sign if Tack McKinley goes down, which is, at this point, more likely than not. So you definitely, even if you don't want to sign them right now, you have to keep an eye on these guys because with Tack McKinley, you're, you should expect an injury at some point throughout the season. And even Jadavian Clowney is no guarantee for health. So... Definitely, guys, to keep your eyes on. Again, all older players, but they should hopefully be willing. Everyone except for Houston should be willing to take a lighter role. Ingram might not either, but I don't see a reason why Olivier Vernon and Everson Griffin would not be willing to take that smaller role with the Browns if they are making a playoff run. Last, we have the defensive tackles. The Browns' defensive tackle room is a little bit light. You currently have Malik Jackson and Andrew Billings as your starters, followed by Jordan Elliott, who was decently good last year for what he was, a mid-round pick at tackle playing in his rookie season. Took some decent snaps. Had some bad snaps, just up and down, exactly what you expect out of a mid-round rookie. You also have two more rookies, Tommy Togiai out of Ohio State, undrafted free agent Marvin Wilson out of Florida State. You also bring in Malik McDowell, who can play up and down the defensive line. You also have Jadavian Clowney, who can kick inside. So, unsure as to if they expect to need an additional defensive tackle that will mostly depend on Marvin Wilson and Malik McDowell being ready to play. If they are ready to play, this is a mute point. At that point, it would become an injury replacement thing. But if they aren't ready to play, which is currently unknown, we have some guys that we can look at. First up, Geno Atkins, long, long time Bengal, was hurt last year, but the Bengals sucking last year, just being absolutely atrocious, does not help the situation, only played 119 snaps, but before that he's been very productive, very consistent, had 5 sacks in 2019, had a 76.2 PFF grade. He is 33, coming off an injury-riddled year, but again, a lot of that probably had to do with the fact that the Bengals were bad. So, hopefully some team will bring him in to be a productive player, and if you're the Browns, you don't even need him to start. So he could be very productive in limited snaps, stay fresh, rotate through with Jackson and Billings, and all your young guys as well. You also have Jarrell Casey, 
from the Broncos last year. Before that was with the Titans. He only played 156 snaps last year. Did have a worse season last year than he did in previous seasons. His PFF grade only dropped from a 74.6 to 74.4. However, a little low on the 2019 season they were in a little bit high on this past season. He wasn't bad. He just wasn't up to his regular standard. He had zero sacks, 10 tackles, again, limited amount of snaps, but wasn't quite as good as he was in previous seasons. At 31, he's on downturn. But again, a one-year contract, bring him in, veteran presence, could be helpful for the Browns. Next up, you have K1 Short from Panthers, has just never been healthy. He's been injury-prone throughout his entire career. Definitely not something that you can rely on. You would bring him in as a injury replacement only, pretty much. Because if you bring him in just as a player, you're taking a high-risk gamble, depending on the contract. If he comes for cheap... You could do it just like the Malik McDowell situation where it is a very cheap, no guarantee, just very, very low guarantee deal where you don't have to worry about if I had to cut him, you can cut him type situation. But he most likely wouldn't sign a deal like that at this point. Maybe if you get up more towards season in the training camp, maybe at that point you could get him on a deal like that, but at this point you can't sign him. But could be a guy if someone does get hurt in the preseason could bring him in. Last but not least, Damon Snacks Harrison was just not in shape for the Seahawks. Got traded to the Packers. Before that, had many productive seasons in the league, but this past season only played in 150 snaps. He did have two sacks and 35 tackles in 2019, grading out a 63.2 according to PFF. He is 32 years old. He is a player that, given what the expectations are with him, you don't expect to really have him playing consistent snaps is more of a this guy's going to be a free agent until we need him off the street type thing. As are most of these guys, you don't necessarily expect a lot out of these older defensive tackles limited athletically as compared to earlier in the career when they were more productive. But again, this is a situation where you don't think Marvin Wilson's ready. You don't think Malik McDowell is the right guy for you in terms of that extra defensive tackle. You don't necessarily trust Jadavion Clowney playing on the inside. Or you don't trust Tack McKinley playing on the outside so you can't move Clowney in. But in any of those situations, these guys are very, very good replacements for whoever whichever scenario that would be so you have four quality guys left in terms of talent you do have injury concerns with all of them k1 short obviously the most snacks harrison you have not just injury concerns 
but that's mainly physical shape concerns, which was the issue in Seattle. You have Gerald Casey, who has down, downgrades in athleticism, as does Geno Atkins. You have dis- declining athleticism is the issue with those guys. But you can still expect, especially with Atkins and Casey, very good production, short, and Harrison, if you get them at their best, you can get good production. It's a matter of, short, can he stay healthy? Harrison, can he be in shape? But, as guys who are your worst case scenario, something went wrong for us to bring them in the building at all, they are good options. So, no matter what, if we bring in someone, that just means... A, maybe one of these younger guys isn't ready for the role that we expected them in, so we bring in someone who is. And Marvin Wilson, as an undrafted free agent, if he makes the practice squad, there is nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. That is still a very solid maneuver then. If he makes the active roster, that is a steal at that point. Making the active roster as an undrafted free agent is not something that is expected. So we can't expect that. So this would be in the scenario in which what should happen with him does happen. Or same with Malik McDowell, low-risk player. If what should happen, he's not good enough for the Browns, does happen. We bring in one of these older players that probably has a lower ceiling than Malik McDowell due to that declining athleticism. But you bring them in, and they are solid for you. So, the Browns roster, good, good depth throughout. You don't have a lot of issues. You don't have major, major holes. You have depth concerns at corner, tackle, edge rusher. You're you're good enough at safety depth-wise. You have very good depth at running back and receiver, as well as tight end. Your line depth is solid, helped by Bill Callahan. And you have the quarterback. So you don't have offensive depth concerns. You do have a few defensive depth concerns. And this is a class where, because of that lower cap number, a lot of these guys are available that normally wouldn't be in July. So, again, a lot of very veteran players that are available that are good. So to go through them one more time, the corners, Steven Nelson, Brian Poole, Richard Sherman, Gary and Conley, the best fit to match role and money would be Gary and Conley, last played for the Texans. Edge rusher-wise, you have Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, Olivier Vernon, Everson Griffin. Any of these guys would be all right. Justin Houston is probably going to be the most productive, just pure edge rusher. In terms of his pass rush prowess at this point. Olivier Vernon, once he comes back from the Achilles, will be able to give you a little bit. Has been with the Browns, was in the scheme last year. Would be a very good signing later on. But at this point, there's no reason to sign him until that Achilles is healed. Because at that point, you're just wasting roster spots. Wasting money by signing him before that is fully healed. So you want to see how that heals Melvin Ingram, you have the injury concerns with that as well. Everson Griffin would be a last resort effort, but a very, very good last resort effort for that edge rush position. J. 
Geno Atkins, Jarrell Casey, K1 Short, and Snacks Harrison are your options at defensive tackle. Your top options there. Best fit would be either Atkins or Casey would prefer to not have to rely on Short or Harrison. Very, very unreliable. So preferably Atkins, but don't know what he is expecting role and money-wise. So that is an unknown. Same with Casey. But if you could get one of those, it would be very beneficial. But that is one where the Browns don't necessarily need it. That is more if the guys they currently have brought in their low-risk, high-reward players don't work out. So all in all, a lot, lot of good options for the Browns. But that'll wrap it up for today. We'll be back next week. Let's get fired up.